Welcome to the MLB Facts and Stats Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Brady Thomas. You may be wondering why I start a podcast about stats and numbers. The idea was not actually mine. A friend suggested it to me because when I used to watch baseball games on TV, I would talk about random things about that baseball game. My friend said, you should start a podcast with all this. The geeks in the world would really like it because it's like numbers and weird stuff that you normally wouldn't think about when watching a baseball game. So here I am. Even if you aren't a nerd like me, this podcast can help you better understand baseball. So before I start, I figured I would tell you a little bit about myself before we get into the baseball stuff. I've been following baseball a long time, ever since I was around 8 years old. Back then, I didn't know what numbers were or how stats worked. All I knew was batting average, home runs, and RBIs, or runs batted in. But the game has changed. More and more front offices have hired analytics departments to help with scouting and player development. There's been an evolution of StatCast, which can tell us all kinds of things that we never could before, like a fly ball's catch probability based on the outfielder and how well the ball was hit. Baseball is constantly changing. If you want to learn more and understand more about baseball, this podcast should be fun for you. If you're a geek and just like numbers, it should be a lot of fun for you too. There's something for everyone in this podcast. When the Major League Baseball season starts in March, there will be a lot more to talk about than free agent signings in the history of baseball. But for the five long months between the baseball season, this is what happens. So I hope you're excited for this podcast as much as I am, because it's going to be a lot of fun. Today's episode of MLB Facts and Stats podcast is going to be about the current events of the week in the offseason. Look at the free agent signings of Adam Adovino and how much of the Yankees bullpen has improved. Now you may be like, oh, this guy's a Yankees fan, but I'm actually not. I'm going to talk about what's going on in baseball right now. This just happened to be the first thing that happened when I made the podcast for the week. Ottavino signed with the Yankees on Thursday. In 75 games with the Colorado Rockies, Ottavino had a 2.43 ERA with 6 saves, 112 strikeouts. His contract deal is a reported 3-year, $27 million contract. He put up good numbers for pitching in a hitter's park. He will face the challenges of playing in a smaller stadium and having to deal with the New York media. Zach Britton signed a deal to return to the Yankees after being traded from the Baltimore Orioles last year. The deal is reported three years and roughly $13 million per year. In 41 games with Baltimore and New York last year, he posted a 3.10 ERA with 7 saves, 34 strikeouts, and 40 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's been injury-prone in the past seasons, but when he's healthy, he is nearly unhittable. Dellen Betances has been in the New York bullpen for a few years now. In 2018, he played in 66 games while posting a 2.70 ERA. He has four saves, 115 strikeouts, and a 1.05 whip while being the setup man for the Yankees last year. He's proven he can pitch in New York. But now at age 30, he will have to rely on his secondary pitchers to get major league hitters out. A Roldish Chapman has been the closer in New York the past few years. As he ages, his fastball is not what it once was with the Cincinnati Reds. He has learned to not just rely on his fastball to get hitters out. 
in 55 games in 2018. He posted a 2.45 ERA with 32 saves, 93 strikeouts, and 51 and a third innings pitched. Now, you may have heard of the Boston Red Sox, the rivals of the New York Yankees. The Red Sox have not signed or traded for a reliever this offseason. Their bullpen seems to be the biggest problem fresh off a World Series title. The defending champs have seen Andrew Miller, David Robertson, Zach Britton, Kelvin Herrera, and their own Joe Kelly all find a place to play in 2019. There are still relievers out on the market like Craig Kimbrell, who earlier this offseason wanted a six-year deal. But the market has been very slow the past two years on free agents. Manny Machado and Bryce Harper still don't have deals done yet, so let's take a look at the current bullpen options for the Boston Red Sox. Matt Barnes was one of the more reliable relievers for Boston in 2018. In 62 games, he posted a 3.65 ERA with 96 strikeouts and 61 and two-thirds innings pitched. But he was probably the best relief pitcher in the playoffs besides Joe Kelly. In 11 games in the postseason, he posted a 0.87 ERA and 10 and a third innings pitched. If Craig Kimbrell doesn't come back in 2019, he will compete for the closer's role. Ryan Brazier was a shock for the Red Sox in 2018. The Sox signed him to a minor league deal after Brazier played with the Hiroshima Toyo Carp in 2017. In 34 games for the Red Sox in 2018, he posted a 1.60 ERA in 33 and two-thirds innings pitched while striking out 29. He was also reliable for the Red Sox in the playoffs. He posted a 1.04 ERA in eight and two-thirds innings pitched with seven strikeouts. Heath Hembry has an up-and-down year with the Red Sox. Sometimes he pitched well and other times he didn't. In 2018, he pitched 67 games and posted a 4.20 ERA with 76 strikeouts and 60 innings pitched. Hembry will be in the bullpen again this season for the Red Sox. Tyler Thornburg has been plagued with injuries since he came to Boston from the Milwaukee Brewers. In 2018, he appeared in 25 games and posted a 5.63 ERA in 24 innings pitched with 21 strikeouts. It's beginning to look like the Milwaukee Brewers won that trade. The Red Sox still think they can turn Thornburg into a quality reliever in 2019. Bobby Pointer is the only true lefty in the Red Sox bullpen when Brian Johnson is in the rotation. In 2018, he pitched in 20 games and posted a 3-2-2 ERA with 24 strikeouts and 22 and a third innings pitched. He's one of the guys you see on TV that says they've been sent down or brought back up from AAA every other day. He should get a chance with the Sox in 2019. Brian Johnson bounced back and forth between the rotation and bullpen in 2018. In 38 games, he posted a 4.17 ERA with 87 strikeouts and 99 and a third innings pitched. You should see him pitch in the bullpen this year with a strong rotation coming back in 2019. Hector Velasquez also has experience as a starter and a reliever. In 47 games, he posted a 3.18 ERA in 85 innings pitched with 53 strikeouts. Velasquez should start the year in the bullpen unless an injury happens to one of the starting pitchers. Craig Kimbrell is still on the free agent market, 
and has not re-signed with the Red Sox. In 63 games in 2018, Kimbrell posted 2.74 ERA in 62 and a third innings pitch with 96 strikeouts. He also had 42 saves, good enough for second in the American League behind then-Seattle Mariner Edwin Diaz. Diaz was traded to the New York Mets earlier this offseason. In the playoffs, he struggled giving up runs in many of his appearances, but did not blow a save. The Red Sox are still under the luxury tax for the 2019 season, but would most likely go over with the signing of a big-time reliever like Craig Kimbrell. The Red Sox were one of two teams over the luxury tax last year, but it was worth it for them because they won the World Series. The other team was the Washington Nationals, who missed out on the playoffs last year but have improved quite a bit this offseason. The 2019 season should be fun for the American League East, with three teams winning 90 or more games last year and two teams winning 100 or more. The Red Sox won 108 games last year, which was the most in their history. Their team has not changed much, with the Yankees adding bits and pieces here and there where they needed improvement, and then Tampa Bay Rays moving players, the division is really anyone's to take next year. As for the bottom dwellers like Toronto and Baltimore, you shouldn't expect much winning anytime soon from those teams with the young talent the Red Sox and Yankees have. Coming up in the next few weeks on MLB Facts and Stats Podcast, we will examine each team and you will hear my predictions for the 2019 season. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook at MLB Facts and Stats Podcast. Each week to go back and listen, you can find our podcast on YouTube. You can find the YouTube channel by going to our Instagram or Facebook page and clicking on the link. Thanks for listening this week. Be on the lookout for next week's episode.